everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Abby and we are talking about homeschooling girls this week. We're giving you 10 tips to homeschooling girls. And and if you listened to Monday's episode, you know that um, I won't say I'm the expert, but I have girls. And so I'm kind of an expert in girls. I only have a world of girls. (laughs) I don't have any boys in my world. So don't ask me about boys. You can ask Abby about boys um, because she does have a son. I do have a husband, but he was already a man when I married him and, and, you know, he didn't do kind of the odd things that boys sometimes do. So anyway, but I love boys. I would love to have a son someday, or I should say would love to have had a son. I I don't think I will have any more children (laughs) at this point. Um, but uh, God knew exactly what I needed, and I love being a girl mom. So we're going to. So continue. you have two girls. I have two girls, and you I have, have two girls, girls and yep. a boy. And then I have a boy that throw in to really remind me the difference. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's kind of sandwiched in there between your two. He girls. is. So he might actually be the expert on girls. He should have done this podcast because every day he's with <laughs> three girls yeah. all day, every day. <laughs> Lucky, lucky And despite him. what the world tells you, that does not make my son feminine. He <laughs> is. In fact, I feel like it harnesses his his masculinity. Yeah, he's he is as boy as you get. So yeah, yes, which is he is so much fun. Before uh, we get into our conversation, though, I want to thank our sponsor, CTC Math. You guys try them out. CTCMath.com. They are an online math program. Go to CTCMath.com. Test them out for free. Um, okay, Abby. So we talked about the first three tips for homeschooling girls. They were always yep. start with God's word. The yep. next one was teach her that she was created on purpose for a purpose. Good one. The third one was character over curriculum. Okay. Now we're on to number four. So dun, number dun, dun, four dun. is dun, 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 relationship over reading. Oh, I love but that This one. is a tricky one because reading, re- reading leads to Build relationship. Builds relationship. Builds relationship. But what I mean yeah. when I say relationship over reading is your relationship with your kids, with your girls, with your daughters is more important than their academics. Yes. 100%. You use those academics and that time of teaching them to build that relationship. But yes. we have to stay focused on our relationship with them. And so here's yeah. what that might look like. If you're daughter is in the middle of a math lesson. Maybe she's not doing CTC math. And so she's crying because she doesn't understand how to do math. (laughs) Maybe she's in the middle of a math lesson and she's just really struggling and she's, you know, crying and she's, you know, it's an opportunity maybe to teach some character, but she's just having a really, really hard time. It's okay to step back and just say, you know what, we're going to put this down for a day, a week, a month, whatever. And we're going to work on something else. And you show her that you care more about her then you care about getting the math lesson done. hundred percent. The math lesson needs to be done. You can learn math later, like next week. Right. But you can destroy or build a relationship. And that's a lot harder to undo or redo. Right. Right. Exactly. I also think I like this too, relationships over reading. I think that goes not just for what our kids are doing in the day, but I learned really quickly in, as as my first was going into middle school a few years ago, their world changes and they start staying up later and they want to start talking to you when you're falling asleep. And so for me, it isn't just relationship over her reading. It's relationship over my, and I would say reading would be, it's just your to-do list, the things of your day. And I was used to put your kids to bed at seven and then I had the evening to get my stuff done. And I learned very quickly that my relationship with her, even though it was painful to stay up that late and I could hardly stay awake, it mattered more than anything, reading curriculum, my to-do list, dishes, anything. And 
I think we need to know that as moms. And I think it, it is that way somewhat with boys too, but you're going to build that mom relationship with your daughters, most likely at the most inconvenient times. Yes. Inconvenient, sorry. <laughs> at the most inconvenient times in what you deem your day should look like, but it matters. It matters yeah. because your relationship, my mom is my best friend in the whole world right now. And it's because she put the time in and yeah. she put the love in and and I know it was hard for her to endure a lot of that stuff. And we are best friends in the world. So yeah. relationship over reading and everything else. Yes. Yep. Yep. I love that you talk about that because it's true that those late night talks, anytime, Ugh. you know, take your daughter on dates. I mean, spend time with her, yep. you know, even if it's just to go get a snow cone or, yep. you know, ice cream or a brownie, whatever, you know, take her to, on a lunch date in right. the middle of the school day. It's yep. okay to stop school. Yep to stop the academics. Maybe if you've yeah. got other kids who are old enough, they can stay home with them and just say, you know what? I'm going to take, you know, this child yeah. on a simple lunch date, take him to Wendy's. You don't have to make yes. it fancy. Take him somewhere and just spend one-on-one -on -one time with them and build that relationship. Let them talk to you. Yes. But one of the things I've learned is not to always ask questions. No. Now we sometimes ask questions, but usually when I ask questions, you know, my girls are like, um, I don't know, but they'll talk when they're ready to talk and you have yeah. to be ready and that willing means to you listen. have to be available. Yes. Right. Exactly. You have to be available. And that goes back to what we talked about last week, the ministry of motherhood, clearing out your schedule and just being available for these teen girls. Right. And we're talking about all girls in this, this week, but we're really hitting this teen girl thing, right? Being yeah. available. And I had a woman tell me once when you're a mom of littles, you're, it's all hands on deck 24 seven. I mean, yeah. there is diapers and, and, and nursing. And I mean, it is right. Mm -hmm. You were so yeah. busy. Then you hit this teen girl thing and they're a little more independent. And it feels like you're sitting around a lot and you're like, I could be doing 800 other things, but I think being available, yeah. it never, ever, ever, ever be too busy yeah. for your daughter because yes. she's going to come. And, and if nothing else, you're just available yeah. for those moments. And those will solidify that relationship that will carry into forever. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you, you went back to the ministry of motherhood because that's one thing that the Lord just keeps showing me over and over again is that I need to be with my girls, not just with yes. them, not just in the their presence, yes. not just in the same house as them, but so I need good. to be with them. And that yes. means sometimes when there's, you know, dishes piled up in the sink or laundry piled up on the couch, just sitting yep. down saying, let's just read a book together. That's one of my favorite totally. things to do. I love just sitting reading and reading with my girls. Yeah. And so in, in reading, you know, relationship over reading, I said this earlier, yes. use reading to build that relationship. Because then yep. you're building memories together. You're bonding with each other. You're snuggling together. Yes. Even for those who don't like to snuggle, my oldest Physical touch is not her love language, yeah. but she will sit and snuggle up to me when I read with her. Oh, I love and that. And th there's just something about uh, bringing a story into your world with your kids. Yep, and sure. so you can have, you know, depending on how many kids you have, if it's possible, maybe have a special book that you're reading with each one of your kids. You know, I know that's yeah. not possible for every mom, but I have two girls. And so that's a little bit easier for me to right. do with, with my kids than it would be if you had four or five kids. But yeah. It could be a Dr. Seuss book. It doesn't have to be, right? you know, an 800-page chapter book. <laughs> so. Well, and what's great about reading with, the, with, with, like you said, sometimes they don't want to be asked questions and sometimes they don't always want to open up at the time. But when you're reading a book, you can address things that might be in their heart, in their life, but through other characters. Yeah. So you're not always putting your kids on the spot. Right. Like, are you dealing with insecurity, right. daughter? Like, are you, there's, that's not going to work. Yeah. But if you're reading stories with characters that are, 
dealing yeah. with things, it opens up conversation and it maybe doesn't feel like all eyes are on them in the moment. Yeah. You're talking about it. I, I, there is something with reading that builds such deep relationships yeah. Yeah. and I love it. I love it too. I love it too. So uh, relationship over reading. So good. So very good. Okay. The next one Let is, me, oh yeah, before, go ahead. Before I, say, I really would say this number four relationship this is going to be the foundation of all the others. Because the truth is, yeah. without that relationship with your daughter, you can't teach her character. Yeah. Without a healthy relationship, you can't, she's not going to listen to you when you tell her that she was created on purpose for a purpose. And we're going to go into the rest of these and you're going to see that without that foundational relationship with yeah. her, none of these are going to work. You, She's yeah. not going to listen or take your lead on any of them. So always start with God's word is foundational and then build that relationship so that the rest of these can be built on that. Amen. So I should have probably moved that to number two, right, Abby, is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> I would have cut and paste it right I'm gonna, now. I'm going to cut and paste. Okay, so number, <laughs> number two is now relationship over reading. Um, it's so uh, true. And, and I'll say, you know, with my oldest still on the topic of relationships, um, I, I was curious. I won't say I was afraid of the teen years, but I was curious about the teen years and what that would look like for us because I had lots of homeschool okay. moms who said, you know, oh, the teen years are the greatest. And you hear yeah. from the world, oh, the teen years are awful. Right, totally. We're now in the teen year. We're well into the teen years. You know, yeah, I, you I mentioned before, she's going to be 17 this year. I love the relationship that I have with her. Uh -huh. And I'm certain that it is because we have kept her home and homeschooled her. Yeah. You, know, you put you, the time in, in the, the early years. Yeah. The, the, you know, thousands and thousands of hours that your kids spend yes. away from you if they're in school, whether uh, public or private, you can't right. spend the time building that relationship with them when they're not with Correct. you. And right. so I love having my girls with me and we, uh, both of my girls, I have a great relationship with them and I'm so right. grateful for that. So absolutely relationship yes. over reading. Love it. So number five, we'll do this real quick and then we'll take a break. Uh, teach okay. her true beauty. Aww. And this is a really important one, especially for girls. Um, Proverbs 11.22 says this. It says, like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman without discretion. Mm -hmm. So teach our girls to be discerning and, and yes. to have discretion. And especially in the world that we're living in, they need to know truth. They need to, to yep. go back to number one is right. our foundation is the word of God. They need to know the word right. of God so that they can be discerning. Um, and that is so much more valuable than outward beauty. Um, right. Proverbs 31, 30 says, charm is deceitful and beauty mm -hmm. is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Yeah. So when you say teach her true the beauty, then true beauty is what does God's word say is beauty? Right. What does God say is beautiful? Right. right? And that's what we need to right. teach our girls because yeah. beauty, as we know, beauty is fleeting, right? Like, yeah. It is. I'm learning that really quick yes. in my forties. Yeah. Uh, and, but a woman that fears the Lord, right. That and that's, the Lord. that's what we want to raise our girls up is what does God say is beautiful and then seek and pursue yep. those things. Absolutely. We have taught our girls since they were itty bitty that what makes a girl beautiful is her heart, her smile and her obedience to the Lord. It's and true. so if you ask my girls, you know, what makes a girl beautiful? They'll say that and they'll roll their oh. eyes while they say it because they've heard it 5 million times, but that's what we teach them. Their heart, their smile, and their obedience to the Lord. That is what true beauty is. It's, it's fearing the Lord. It's obeying him. And right. they need to hear this over and over. And dads, if yeah. there's dads listening to this, yes. your daughters have to hear this from you because yep. Let me explain to you, they need to hear it from a man. And if they don't hear this from their father, they're going to, they're going to seek it from. out 
this affirmation 100%. from another man. It's one thing to have mom tell them it's this, true. but it's something completely different to have dad tell them and for dad to right. affirm them as beautiful women who are made in the holy image of a you know good God. Right. And right. dad's role in this particular matter is so vitally important. And I think dads right. sometimes don't understand that. They leave this part of it up to moms, but right. girls have to listen. They, they yep. uh, dads must listen. Yeah. You have to affirm your daughter. You have to tell her that she is beautiful in the eyes of the yeah. Lord and what makes her beautiful, her heart, her smile, yeah. and her obedience. So let's I take a it. quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back. Um, so we've talked about uh, 10 tips for homeschooling girls. We've talked about one, two, three, four, and five. Um, the last mm -hmm. one we talked about her true, uh, teach her true beauty, um, mm -hmm. teach her what true beauty is. And number yes. six is teach her to be a girl. Oh, I can't wait for this one. I, 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 love, I like this one. What does it Teacher mean? that she must wear bows. She must wear pink. <laughs> she must wear ruffles. Uh, she must have puffy and, sleeves like an Anna And Green I Gables. tell you what, I think one of our greatest mistakes is that for so many years we did teach that. Yeah. And then any girl that deviated from that started to feel like, well, then maybe I'm not a girl. And yeah. now we are here saying, oh, you're right. Because you aren't, you know, because you aren't what the world deems as right. feminine, then now you're not and you're a boy. Right. And I think the pendulum has swung yeah. and and I used to preach that, you know, this is what femininity looked like. And yeah. I learned really quickly, it doesn't have to, we, we are women and there are some very clear uh, directives in God's word of what is a, about what what is a woman and what yeah. does it mean to be a girl? But we've made up a lot of them, you yeah. know, we've made up a lot of them ourselves. And then if a girl doesn't fit into that, she might start to wonder if she's a girl. Right. So we as moms need to really be like, what does God say yeah. is a woman? Yeah. You know, and what does that look like? That's right. So I'm going to tell and you. And I'm a very girly girl. <laughs> yeah. So me it, too. you know, I, but I also, hello, I also. You're a backwards not, Barbie. You know what I mean? I hunt <laughs> and I fish and I, right. And so that's not necessarily the world's view of, of femininity either. Yeah. I just called you backwards Barbie because you told me that that's what your roommates in college called you, right? That's what all my roommates in college called I me. I think though you need to change that because Barbie now is off yeah, the rails. Yeah. I would never no. buy Barbie. Anymore. I would say I'm 1990s backwards 1990s, Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Don't because buy the 2000s I'm, Barbies. No, Don't no, support no, no. Mattel at all. Anyway, that's a different no. topic. Side <laughs> so, note. Side note. Okay. Um, okay. So what does God's word say about um, being a girl, about being girly, right. about being a right. woman, because we're raising They're, our girls to, to become be women. women, 
right? That's right. the whole purpose. We're, they're not going to yep. stay girls. They're only girls for a very short time <laughs> right. in their lives. We are raising them to become godly women. And so this is what the Bible says about it. Titus 2, 3 through 5 is very specific. And it says this, yep. older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not mm -hmm. slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good. And so train mm -hmm. the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands that the word of God may not be reviled. Uh, it says it all there. Like, I mean, it's kind of like it just wraps it all up. But then it, it does. Even further than that, we can go back to Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31, 28 and 29 says this, and it's talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. It says, her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. God gives us the formula in Titus 2 as to what a woman is to look like. And then in Proverbs, he tells yeah. us that when she is what God tells us a woman is, that her children and husband will rise up and call her blessed. Yes. And so, you know, when we look at what the world is telling us, and then, you know, I, I mentioned mm -hmm. previously about my girls and how they are turning into women who love you know, to keep house, they cook and they clean and they love babies and they love all the girly things. We tend to look at that sometimes and recoil and go, oh, but you know, we're not slaves. We're not meant to be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant all the time. You know, well, I was proud to be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant. You know, I was pretty right. excited about that when I got to that point right. in my life. Um, I remember my dad calling me one time. He's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant. Cause I was literally in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant right. at the time. And God calls our girls to be keepers of the home. 100%. That's not my rule. That's not right. my standard. That's God's and standard. And the only reason that that is frowned upon right now is because we, we just read in God's word, that is true femininity. Yeah. Femininity isn't your flesh and showing as much as you can. Femininity right. isn't even pink and bows. It's not. I right. mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love all things that the world says is girly, but that is not God's femininity. Right. God's femininity is what you just read. Right. But the thing is, is the world has hijacked it and yeah. taken femininity and turned it into feminism, right. which is really just counterfeit womanhood. Amen. And and the thing is, is when we counterfeit what, what true womanhood is, then real femininity is frowned upon and it's looked as weak. And I think what always makes me so angry is I'm a very strong woman, very strong. I'm very strong in, in many, not physically, but I'm very not strong physically, but, um, and I think what makes me strong is because I can fully embrace God's design and femininity for women. And, yeah. and so it's not weak. It is not weak to be at home, keeping our home. It is not weak to make our first and primary and most important job to love our husbands and care for our children. And in fact, those are signs of strength. Yeah. God, God talks about those as honor and, and strength. And, and this is true femininity and the world has tweaked it into this feminism. So, right. so we need to know that we just got to spot the lie in these things yep. and know that barefoot and pregnant is, it's been frowned upon by the world, but I will tell you what, there is nothing more powerful and and strong and strengthening to our culture, to our world, to our nation than women that are answering the call that God mm. has given to women. It's yeah. a gift, a blessing, an honor to be a woman. Yep. And there ends my soapbox. No, I'm with you. <laughs> we, we have, we live in a world of confusion today, Yes, but God's word is not confusing. 
And so we just look at God's word and see what does God's word say. So teach your girls to be girls. Teach them to be yes. women. That's so very important. So let's and it's so exciting to raise other women. Yeah. Like real quick, we were we we live a lot in hunting camp, and this year I was I'm usually the only woman. It's myself and my children and my husband. So I'm the only actual woman. Yeah. And this year I I have another woman in the house now, and I know you do too. Yeah. And I looked at Jesse and I'm like, it is so cool to have another woman alongside of me in camp. Like it is so cool to have another woman in my home. Yeah. Um, doing womanly things in my home. Like yeah. it's, it's really cool. And yeah. so, but it wouldn't be cool if we fought God's design and right. we didn't embrace it. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, we, we've been trying to fight God's design for decades <laughs> and it has crumbled the family yeah. and the family. Clearly unit. it's not working for us. Look around. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. Um, let's talk yes. about the last one very quickly because we are out okay. of time. So, so number Ooh. seven is teach modesty. And this one is yeah. so hard. This one is hard. I'm just going to be honest with you with, you know, um, two, two girls who are in their, their teen-ish years. Mm -hmm. Um, it is really hard to be modest in a world where it seems like there's one extreme or the other. Yeah. And, um, so teaching modesty is really important. And I'm not actually talking just about appearance. I'm not just talking about yeah. clothing though. That right. is really important, of course, as right. well. But a heart of modesty. But a heart of modesty, teaching mm -hmm. them that, um, their actions need to be modest. Our girls don't yes. always need to be yes. the center of attention. They need right. to be modest in the way that they behave in, in private right. and in public. Um, you know, don't allow your girl to be drama. I'm always, um, just shocked at, cause you know, I, I think I have certain expectations of the homeschool world. Right. And so when there are homeschoolers who are just straight up drama and their moms encourage right. that or at, oh, yeah. you know, at the very least don't encourage or don't discourage that. Right. And they cause so much turmoil for so many of the other girls. Teach yes. your girls to be modest in the way that they yes. treat others and their actions yes. and the words, the things that they say. Yes. Um, Modesty is, is a heart. I mean, it's, yes. it's a Condition of the heart, it you is. know, it is not a condition of attire. And yeah. I say that a lot. It has nothing to do with what you're wearing. Yeah. It has everything to do with your heart. And then what you wear overflows from that. Right. Uh, because uh, Ali, I didn't, I wasn't going to share it, but Ali Stuckey did a whole episode on modesty that oh, rocked yeah. my world not long ago. Yeah. And I thought it was, and it was all about, yeah, getting to the heart of modesty yes. and, and teaching our girls why. Not just don't two inches of shorts or five right. inches, like cover your, like, it, it, it was just the heart of it and why yeah. it has to come from our heart. Yep. Yep. That was a fantastic anyway. episode. We'll actually put a link yeah. to that in the show notes because, um, she, she basically she, 
she said it all she hit it right on the head so yes exactly go listen to that episode when you're done listening to this one (laughs) but we're out of time we'll be back tomorrow we're going to talk about the last three tips for homeschooling girls thank you guys for being with us today we're so grateful for you if you have not subscribed to the schoolhouse rocked newsletter please do that go to our website schoolhouserocked.com subscribe to the newsletter and you can just keep in the loop on what we're doing and um where we're going to be you know if if we are going to be places where our our travel season has um, pretty much come to an end for now but um so we may not be places as a family but there are still lots of churches lots of groups showing the film even through the fall so um stay tuned in our newsletter to know what we've got going on schoolhouserocked.com thank you guys for joining us we'll be back with you tomorrow bye